Lacey Jeter here, y'all. To introduce myself, I am your Black Girl host for Black Girl Matters. I am also a Mercer University graduate in media studies and journalism. We all know that the Black Girl connection is real. We can all relate on quite a few things as Black women. I created Black Girl Matters to discuss various topics and issues in everyday society that we deal with as Black women. Hopefully you'll find this show quite insightful, a little intriguing, and maybe even relatable. Welcome to Black Girl Matters. I am your Black Girl host, Lacey Jeter. I want to talk a little bit about Black Lives Matter, Black women in today's society, what does it mean to be a Black woman, stereotypes, um, as well kind of going briefly into Black women in film and in TV as well. I just wanted to let y'all know that if you want to submit different topics and subjects that you want me to discuss on the show, you can submit them at Black Girl Matters, Lacey Jeter at gmail.com there's so many different topics that i want to talk about including black love interracial relationships obviously i'm going to be talking briefly about black women in film and tv today but very briefly the lgbtq community and black women religion and spirituality within the black community and black women police brutality all these different topics i have like a whole list so if those sound pretty good to you you should definitely continue following black girl matters podcast 2020 has been a very interesting year um, you know, it has been a hectic year for all of us. We obviously have the COVID coronavirus pandemic. Um, we had George Floyd, which, you know, shocked so many people around America who are not used to witnessing police brutality. And all these different things happened in 2020. Black Lives Matter was actually started back in 2013 as a hashtag. Um, Trayvon Martin was a young teenage boy walking down the street in his neighborhood and he had, you know, a hoodie on. George Zimmerman was suspicious and confronted him and ended up killing him. During that time, that's when the creators of the Black Lives Matter movement came out with this movement and this hashtag and it was created by Alicia Garza, Patrice Colors, and Opal Tamidi. And ever since 2013, they've been organizing lots of protests and lots of events in regards to police brutality victims who have gotten um, killed or have gotten targeted through police brutality in different circumstances of racial inequality such as Eric Garner Michael Brown Walter Scott Freddie Gray, they have worked with the LGBTQ community, with black transgender women, they've worked with celebrities, they've done tons of things ever since 2013. But because of the George Floyd situation um, and the tragic event that happened that we all cried and we all were just super sad over, um, you know, they blew up with the protests and the riots that was going on. It really does go to show that you know, because we have cell phones on us at all times and we have cameras on us at all times, the power of really showing people reality. 
And I think that's something that I really appreciate about our day and age is that we do have phones on us and we do have cameras on us. So we are able to capture things when they happen. And I think the more people see the reality of what's going on, the more it's going to spread awareness. And I think the George Floyd situation really showed that when you show reality and you spread awareness in people's faces enough, it will create this emotional response with the public and it will create this awareness and I think because of the George Floyd situation there has been tons of discussions with people with other races um, there has been lots of awareness people have a better understanding of what Black Lives Matter was because I remember Black Lives Matter at one point was just seen as like just an extreme group and people weren't it's not that people weren't taking it seriously but people didn't understand why black lives matter was being pushed so you know they were almost like seen like i said as an extremist group i remember one time um when i was in college because i'm a mercer graduate the way black lives matter was coming off to a lot of people is almost like it's very extreme you know um and i i remember how people were responding to it and i think the george floyd situation really did shed a lot of positive light on the movement and really did spread awareness about it in a way that it should have been deserved. Um, and that's just my humble opinion about it. Personally, I am a proponent of it. And personally, I am a supporter of Black Lives Matter. They are constantly doing their best to spread awareness and to bring light and positivity to the black community and to black lives. All right. I think the George Floyd situation really did allow black lives matter to start getting the views and the attention that they should have been deserved a long time ago let's talk a little bit about what does it mean to be a black woman in today's society like what does that look like i think what it means to be black obviously we're seen as strong you know confident bold in your face loud i had to do this paper and I talked about the stereotypes of black women in film and in television. That's what I wrote my paper about. I read this book by Donald Bogle called Toms, Coons, Mulattoes, Mammies, Bucks, An Interpretive History of Blacks in American Film. So I read that book. And pretty much it talks about the different stereotypes of black people in film, especially like in the early 20th century. The mammies, which the mammy was usually the housekeeper or usually the one who took care of the house and the kids of white families. Um, she's usually seen as this really strong, masculine, big, heavier, darker skinned woman. All right, and then you have tragic mulattoes, which is the lighter skinned biracial female characters in film that always had a tragic story or was almost seen as this damsel in distress very confused about their sexuality just you know all these things you have the jezebel and the jezebel is seen as this very sexually exploited woman very sexual very out there when you think about lilith that's kind of the jezebel as well you have the sapphire which is kind of very similar as well very dominant black woman and i think even now you see that and you have also other different stereotypes like the angry black woman the strong black woman the independent black woman and with all these stereotypes you see that there's something that is 
very isolating okay it's very isolating for women to be seen in these stereotypes and, and this is not just in film but i feel like there's also a similar categorization that is happening with black women in society there was also this youtube video that i saw talking about kind of like the more newer stereotype of black woman which is the quirky black woman and i think kelly stamps was an example obviously Issa ray has definitely popularized that you know that stereotype shy awkward you know she might have like this oreo reputation where she's black but she might not fully act black air quotes if you get what I mean. I actually see obviously quirky black women around me now. I would actually categorize myself as kind of like a quirky black woman myself. Um, you know, since we have the rise of like the black women who might be around a lot of white people or have been raised in a middle class neighborhood, they might not have like that whole ghetto stereotype and that whole, oh, she's loud, she's ratchet. Because black women are seen as almost like i said exaggerated in a lot of circumstances always got to be in your face even sexually on social media and sexually black women are exploited all the time it's almost like we're big it's like we're blown up in that way you might have women from other races who act this way as well who are independent headstrong might be loud bold in your face confident all these things but they're not seen in the same way as black women are with that it's not seen as a negative thing it's not seen as isolating it's almost like these traits with black women are seen as negative like it's bad to be independent it's bad to be loud it's bad to be bold you know even with styles and trends which that's going to be a whole nother episode which is talking about trends and fashion and culture that is popularized by black women and black people that's even seen as negative on a black woman but on someone of another race it is not seen as negative it's like oh it's seen as the new trend it's seen as unique it's seen as trendy popular oh my god that's so cool that's so fab or whatever but when a black woman wears it it's seen as ratchet it's seen as ghetto it's seen as not good very isolating it's like we're isolated it's like people want to still at times what we have and want to take what we have and almost make it a better thing make it a cool thing and that's all about cultural appropriation that's all in the cultural appropriation argument but like i said i just want to briefly talk about these things because this is an issue in today's society black women should not have to feel isolated for being independent that shouldn't give black women a reason not to be protected like again we're going all into the protection argument with black women like black men protecting black women and other races protecting black women and it goes into that argument like oh if a black woman is naturally strong and she naturally all these things why should we protect her just because a black woman is strong just because a lot of black women are more aggressive 
very masculine in some ways does it mean that they're not feminine like it is seen as sexy for a white woman or a woman from another race or a hispanic woman to go off and to be spicy and it's and you know to be confident and to be extra oh she's just extra confident but when a black woman does it oh she's just ghetto she's just ratchet and it's seen as an insult and that should not be a thing like you we shouldn't isolate our black women or shame our black women for being strong and for having this independence about them like i don't understand why that makes black women to be different than a confident woman from another race and i was raised in a household my daddy told me lacy you work you know lacy you get your career lacy don't depend on a man to get you out of a situation you know have your own success as a black woman that's what i was raised in a household like that i was raised by parents who really highly pushed education and highly pushed this independence in me because i know that the world is not going to give it to me we have to fight for ourselves. We are raised in households where we are taught to fight for ourselves. We are told, you know, you have to work harder than the next person. You know, you have to prove that you are good enough to meet this standard culturally that is pushed on black people as a whole. There is a pressure for black people to act a certain way, to be educated. And if you're not none of those things, you are trash. You are ghetto. You are ratchet. You aren't crap. All right? You're not going to be successful. You're not going to get a job. All right? And that's the truth. A lot of us as black women, we are taught these things. We are taught to also be our own providers. We're not used to people doing things for us, a lot of us. Because some of us came from households where we had to fight for ourselves. We had to be real strong. I can't date a black woman because, you know, she's too much. Like, she's way too much. You know, I prefer to date women of other races because they're not too much. But I think it also comes from self-hatred as well with a lot of these people. You know, a lot of these black men and we can we I'm, I also want to create an episode talking about black men. Are black men still interested in black women? Because that's also a discussion, too, because obviously in the last 20 years or so, um, especially the last 10 years, there has been a huge rise in interracial dating with black men. And there has been a lot of concern from a lot of black people in the community. Are black men still wanting to be with black women? That is actually a topic. And we are going to talk about that on this show as well. But, you know, I just wanted to talk about these things. This is the type of things we're going to be talking on this show. I want people to listen to this show and ask themselves questions. 
my black women listening to this, I want you to also look at your own programs within you, your own mindsets about who you are as a black woman and what does it mean to be a black woman in today's society. And that's why I created this podcast because it is a discussion. And there's been many times as a black woman, I felt like I was isolated because of these stereotypes because I had to meet a certain standard because I couldn't do some of these things because if I did some of these things it was gonna make me look bad I couldn't get away with it because I have to meet a cultural standard what it means to be a good human in society and that's one thing I don't like there's this subconscious demonization that people have towards black women that I don't like and towards black men as well you know I feel that there is this dehumanization that just needs to be tackled and people need to have these conversations these conversations are not meant to upset people it's meant to spread awareness it's about humanity without feeling scared, without feeling threatened, without feeling like somebody's gonna attack them, without feeling judged, without feeling dehumanized. I did not feel safe in certain circumstances because of my skin color and because of judgment I've had for my businesses and stuff. And it's important to feel safe. So what does it mean to be a black woman in today's society? What it means to be a black woman to a lot of people is to be strong. But to also be isolated in a lot of ways. And even with media, you know, beauty standards. We can talk about beauty standards. That's going to be a whole topic. Like I said, I'm throwing out a lot of topics, y'all, because I want us to really go deep on this show. My intention is to really tackle society issues that need to be tackled. We don't tackle these things. They end up blowing up later and turning into issues and anger and heartbreak and trauma. So... That's kind of like briefly me talking about, you know, what it means to be a black woman in today's society, y'all. But I have so many different ideas. Like I said, I wanted to definitely talk about interracial relationships and get some interviews with white men and men of other races. So I wanted to also have that as an episode. Um, I'm still trying to figure out the interviews and stuff because, you know, we have COVID and the coronavirus pandemic. So people are like not out as much. So people are a little bit hectic with the interviews, but I'm going to get those interviews. I'm getting my interviews together for that. So that's definitely going to be a topic. We're talking about black love, like I said before, which is black relationships. Why is black love so important? I love black love. You know, I personally am a huge um, supporter of black love. I think it's a lot more important than what people make it to be. So I want to talk about that. I also want to talk about black mental health, mental health in the black community. Um, Again, thank you all for the support. Like I said, if you want to support me, you can follow me on my Facebook page, Black Girl Matters. 
with Lacey Jeter. Definitely follow and like the Facebook page, y'all. Um, you can also follow the Instagram as well, which I'm going to be making that. And I will announce the Instagram in the next episode. I'm still getting the pages together for this podcast. So, you know, I... I'm still a work in progress with this but this is like I said this is a shorter episode I'm gonna try and have future episodes be around at least 40 minutes um, but like I said I wanted this to be like kind of like my introduction to the podcast and what I wanted it to represent again I wish y'all lots of love and blessings for your day and y'all lots of good energy y'all um hopefully you know this podcast will grow a little bit and yeah so Thank y'all. Have a wonderful rest of your day.